Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about some of the concerns in the community about Armor 2.0 after the stream from Bungie. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm probably live right now. Click the link below and come hang out with us. You can submit questions live on the fly. If I'm not live, you can follow the Twitch stream. If you're watching on YouTube, hit and like and subscribe and the little bell for notifications is a great way to not miss out on my content. I do these types of talks and Q&A sessions all the time. So why are there concerns about Armor 2.0? Like, why is this an issue? Why? Why we we watched it? You know, we watched the stream. I was excited. I did a video that's already on the channel about how great I thought it all was, all the stats, the mods, the gameplay, all these things. You know, returning. But as the dust was settling, I did notice people were really zeroing in on a couple of things. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the element restriction. People are worried about if I get a piece of armor that's arc resistance, I'm not. I can't put a certain mod on it. It restricts the the mods you can put on a piece of armor. So let's say you get a piece of gauntlet you know you get a a gauntlet with the stats that you love it's got intellect discipline it's it's really high and that's what you were looking for but then it's arc resistance and that doesn't work with the mods you want to equip people are really concerned about how that's going to feel and how restrictive that's going to be within the realm of like building the character that you want and building the loadout that you want the other thing that people were really concerned about that i want to speak to is this is going to hurt the grind you're basically crafting god rolls like we're not going to have a reason to grind we're going to get we're going to get all of our stuff and we're going to turn into god rolls and then we're basically going to be done there's going to be no reason to grind i want to speak to that as well lastly this doesn't really have anything to do with armor 2.0 but more of the armor 2.0 stream concerns about weapons of light and you know stacking damage and everything like that we're going to hear from luke we're going to hear these things spoken about but i do want to speak to that as well so let's just start with the element restriction having a you know slottable mods being restricted by an rng element I think has folks worried and for good reason. We've all been there, right? You get the gun that you want. You finally get a Warden's Law to drop with Accurized Rounds, Rampage, Feeding Frenzy, and it has handling or stability as the masterwork. And you're like, the capstone's not what you want. It doesn't work. In some respects, this is actually kind of worse. Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. We don't know how it's going to play out yet. But in some respects, this is worse. If you get a god roll gun and the masterwork is wrong, you can live with that. You're like, well, handling masterwork, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I, I do pull the gun up a little bit faster. It's not range masterwork, but it's handling. If you get the gauntlets that you want with the stat roll that you want, but the resistance is wrong, you basically can't put the perks on it that you might want. You might be like, well, these gauntlets are great, but I can't put on hand cannon reloader or pulse reloader or whatever. Being limited in that regard, in some respects, is worse. Because you're going to say, these are worthless to me. I can't put on the mod that I want. I also think the main issue here... I want to aim at the right target whenever I'm going to criticize something. I think this seems tied to the overall stinginess of Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is too stingy. I said this to Giggs on Twitter last night because he tweeted about his... He's got similar concerns. And I said, I think this is actually tied to the game being too stingy. If you had confidence in the generosity and the drop rates of the game, so you could go into an activity and just keep chasing a pair of boots or gauntlets or whatever the frick, if you had confidence in the generosity factor of the game, you wouldn't be so concerned about this because you'd be like, you know what? I mean, eventually I'm going to get the the gauntlets with the resistance that I want and the stats will kind of be where I want them. The other thing that people are forgetting Let's say you get a pair of gauntlets and it's the right resistance. It's solar resistance, okay? And the stats are, it's good on intellect, but you really wanted a little bit more discipline. 
you can actually affect that with the mods. You can make up for the lack of discipline. You can have an influence on the base stats with the mods that you're slotting. And that, that I don't think we want to understate that. I do think you can make up for a not-so-great stat roll with mods. You can't really make up for a pair of gauntlets right now that drop with you know, auto rifle reloader and you don't use auto rifles. You can't do anything about that. It, it literally rolled with perks that don't do anything for you. If the stats are a little low in a given slot, you have a say and an impact over what that does and what that looks like that may make base stats not be that big of a deal. So we may actually not be necessarily looking at base stats that often. We're probably going to be looking at the resistance because you know what mods you're going to want to slot. If we can effectively grind for a piece, though, I do think generosity could make up the difference here and make it not so painful to get something that doesn't really fit with your with your loadout. You get something all the way leveled up, and you know you're like, well, the discipline's too low. This is going to break my build. I remember I remember looking for a tier 12 Starfire Protocol build in D1, and you know as soon as you put something on, you're like, well, the base stats are too low. Even if I take all this all the way up and I add something to increase discipline, it's going to break my build. I'm not going to have maxed out discipline. I'm not going to have discipline as high as I want it. So if we can effectively grind for pieces that we want, I actually think that's better than where we're presently at. So I don't know if Bungie's going to completely overhaul generosity loot drop percentages and, and, and the way that loot is delivered to the player. But that is, I think, an overarching problem that pre-nerf Menagerie exposed. The game is just too stingy. Bad rolls should be able to sort of not be so painful by the ability for you to effectively grind for something. Now let's talk about hurting the grind. Is this going to hurt the grind, Lono? We can basically make a god roll pair of gauntlets or boots or chest piece I'm not going to really have a reason to grind for armor then. I can just create what I need, create what I like. We can basically make the armor that we want, and that I think is a good thing for a couple of reasons, and I'm going to talk about what that is. I think it'll actually help the grind. If you are looking for good stats in your build, it's actually going to help the grind. You're going to pursue those stats. And we just got done talking about the elemental resistance potentially being part of the grind as well. It might take you a while to get the right one. The other thing you have to consider is decent stats at least let you use the mods that you want. If you get decent stats on a piece of armor, you can level it up, slot the mods you want, and you're more in control. But you can always get to a place where you replace it because the stats are slightly better. It's not the same as when you finally get raid gauntlets to drop and it has no perks that do anything for your build and they're literally worthless to you. You can't do anything to make up for that flaw or vacancy in the armor. It's just a bad piece of armor. This is a way that empowers the player to have a little bit more control but there's still going to be a grind. And you also have to consider this. You have to invest a lot to even slot or build the armor that you want. You gotta invest a lot. You're not just gonna be taking every armor piece up to level 10 and just swapping mods in and out haphazardly. There's also gonna be some type of a grind to get the mods that we want. Once we have them, they're unlocked forever, and then you can just slot and unslot as a way to experiment. I don't think this is going to hurt grind. I think this is going to bolster grind. Because if you give the player more control over their loadout and what they're running, I think they're going to be they're going to be pushed to chase mods, chase the currency and chase the stats and the resistances on armor to enable them to have the loadout that they want. Now, I still think they're going to need intrinsic perks or stats on things like raid armor that goes above and beyond this because again, 
if 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 I can make a god tier piece from a pair of gauntlets I got in a public space because it's armor 2.0, if I can do that, then the raid armor is again going to just be sort of a cosmetic thing. Well, they look cooler. Their stats are basically the same. They have the same amount of mod slots. I would hope for an extra mod slot on raid gear or an intrinsic perk to make them worthy of being inside of aspirational content. Lastly, let's talk about weapons of light. Will we be able to stack weapons of light with other buffs? Can I put a, a bubble next to a well of radiance and get weapons of light and then have double the buff, double your pleasure, I'm jumping in and out, or I step into an empowering rift and I also have weapons of light and I'm getting double the buff. I think that is incredibly unlikely and Luke Smith says he's going to talk to us about damage stacking because it's become a significant problem. I think Well of Radiance is going to get nerfed. I think any exotic that feeds you super energy is going to get nerfed like Riggs and Phoenix Protocol and Shars and, and Ursa and Skull of the Dire Ahamkara. I think those are all going to not just get nerfed. I think they're going to get completely changed and I don't think they're going to let you stack buffs. I, my theory, so they haven't addressed this about this yet, my theory is they're going to tell us you can only have one damage buff at a time. So if you step out of the bubble and you have and you have weapons of light, you can't get another damage buff until it's gone. So if you step into a well or if you go over an empowering rift, you will not get the effect from that because you're already holding a damage buff. It's almost like if you look at the kill feed, there's going to be in your mind one slot for a damage buff and that can only be occupied one at a time. Whatever's there first is going to be what you get. So when he addresses us, I think he's going to trot out some sort of an idea like that. It's very unlikely that they let us damage, you know, stacking damage buffs. When I look at the armor 2.0 system and the stats and the mods, the personalization, the potential grind, I get excited. I'm not worried or concerned they're going to completely fumble this ball. There may be some things they have to tweak about like generosity or player agency. Uh, you know, with respect to the armor and, and the resistances so you don't feel landlocked every time something drops you're like frick another one with the wrong resistance they maybe need to give us some control over that if we keep discussing generosity player agency and intentionality I think a lot of what we've been asking for can continue to come through and come true as we saw intentionality and player agency at its highest with Ada bounties and the, and, and the chalice continue to provide that feedback and I don't think we're going to get left in the dark and the dust with the armor 2.0 system as always Q&A is about to come up next so don't go anywhere if you're listening on iTunes Google Play Spotify or watching on YouTube I'm probably live right now click the link below come hang out with us and as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about people having concerns about the Armor 2.0 system. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now. Click the link below. Come on in, come on in and hang out. Submit questions in the live environment. We have a really good time. This Q&A will probably go for just about an hour and 20 minutes. More than likely, more than likely, Luke Smith's going to release his new, his next statement. We're going to read through it, discuss it, and do another Q&A after that. Uh, but for now, we're going to go through the Q&A after I talked about the concerns folks had about Armor 2.0. So, Dagnabba Ben says, So did we get a somewhat confirmation that Armor 2.0, the armor, the hunt and the chase, is essentially the following? Hunt for the right attunement, the right resistance, the best stat roll numerically, and the stats favoring the attributes you want. Wasn't sure if you could elaborate since we know mods are one and done. I think this is it, yes. I think this is it. I think this is exactly how you're going to chase. So the reason this is better is for a couple of reasons. This is better because you're not going to get a piece of armor and 
let's say it doesn't have exactly what you want it's a little less painful it's like well the stats aren't exactly what i want but it has the right resistance you have a one in three chance of getting the resistance you want so think about that first i probably should have said that in the video you have a one in three chance to get the resistance that you want and the resistance determines what mods you can slot okay so if you want a pair of gauntlets and you want to put on pulse rifle reloader okay well then you're going to be looking for that resistance one in three chance that's pretty good now the stats i don't know how much uh how much spectrum they're going to give the stats so what's going to be the real like is one going to be having insane discipline and the next have no discipline I don't know if they're going to have that much going on on stats. I don't know. So, as I said in the talk, this is linked to another problem. Generosity. If the game is too stingy, that 1 in 3 chance doesn't matter. But if I can run an activity over and over and over again and have armor dropping at the rhythm of, let's say, the Menagerie, you're probably going to get the resistance you want with relative ease it's not going to be that difficult for you to get the resistance that you want now if you're hunting for a god roll on the stats now you're hunting for arc resistance favoring discipline right you're, you're kind of narrowing the, the field of what you're wanting i still think generosity is the key to making that not be a problem i don't think they should just let you change the resistance i that, that you're you're undercutting a grind we haven't even been in yet if you want that so we need to slow down we haven't even chased the armor yet <clears throat> but my my thought process is the, the issue is stinginess if the game is too stingy you're gonna settle you're gonna be like well this isn't the resistance uh, th- well, no this is the resistance that i wanted but it's not the stats that i wanted but it's gonna take me forever to get what i want like let's say you're running the raid and after a month, you finally get a pair of gauntlets with arc resist. And that's what you wanted. You wanted arc resist gauntlets because you want to put on a certain mod. Okay? And you finally get arc resist. But it has a ton of strength, which doesn't go with your build. You're just going to settle. You're like, well, frick. I guess I'll, I'll sacrifice having not enough strength. I finally get to put the mods on that I want. Again, keep in mind, I said this in the talk, you can make up the difference on some of the stats with mods. So if it has not enough discipline and way too much strength, you can put a discipline mod on there to maybe make up the difference. I don't know how much the base stats are really going to feel like a black eye. When you're looking for hand cannon reloader and you get auto rifle reloader, you're going to be like, I'm not, I, 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 this is, it, it's, it does, this isn't what I want. If you're looking for arc resistance and you get it and it has a little too much strength and not enough discipline, is that going to be as damaging to the item? I don't know. Again, we're going to have to get in there and see how much of a difference can I make by putting a discipline mod on here? Can I make up the lack of base stats? Is it going to ruin my build? Remember, I did a tier 12 Starfire Protocol build. Are you going to basically murder my 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 quote-unquote tier 12 build? Like, we're going to call it a tier 12 build for the sake of today. Whatever is a tier 12 build for me in Armor 2.0, are you going to break my, my tier 12 because the gauntlets finally drop with arc resistance, but they don't have enough discipline? If you're going to break my build, that's when it gets too frustrating. Generosity is the solution. I don't think the solution is to be like, no, let us re, let us change the resistance. This is what I think. Des- this is what I think Bungie's trying to do. They still want to have some control over you getting the exact perfect thing. 
Luke captured that so well in his in his first address. He said, "We really want to encourage and and promote the the grind for the for you know the the." He basically said this. I'm going to paraphrase. We want to give you intentionality without ruining the pursuit of the best stuff. Those two things have to coexist. They have to give you intentionality, but if they give you too much intentionality, it ruins the pursuit of the best stuff because you get the best stuff really easily. That's why static rolls in D2 at launch was so terrible. Once you got a better devils, that was the end of the matter. There was no other pursuit. It was like, I have the best better devils because it's the only better devils. So this could be just one way of them maintaining. Well, yeah, you know, you can get gauntlets from these activities and, you know, the stats can be good or mediocre. But one of the ways we're going to kind of dictate and control you being able to build your god roll right out of the gate is a one little thin layer of RNG, a one in three chance to get the resistance that you're looking for. There's a huge difference. Let, let's let's keep perspective here, okay, folks? Let's zoom out, okay? Let's zoom out. There is a huge difference between a 1 in 3 chance on the resistance that you want and trying to get a specific reload to drop on a pair of gauntlets. How many potential perks are in the pool on a pair of gauntlets that determine if you can get... Look, look at when I was doing Menagerie before they nerfed it. Before they nerfed it, I got like... I don't know, 50-some gauntlets, and I never got the roll that I wanted. I never got Enhanced Hand and re- hand Cannon Reloader with Heavy Ammo Finder. It never happened. It, ne- it never happened. And now they're saying, yeah, there's a 1 in 3 chance of you getting the resistance that you want. That's a much smaller pool of, of possibilities. Now you're like, but Lono, all the stats, all the stats... Again, we have to get on the ground with this and look at it first. Is the difference between one pair of gauntlets and another going to be that drastic that you can't fix it with a mod. Well, these would be perfect if they had a little bit more discipline. Well, put discipline on there. You can put three mods on the freaking armor for crying out loud. I I don't know. I think they're limiting the pain of bad RNG. I don't think they're expanding it. I think they're limiting it. I don't know. We're having a problem with Nightbot receiving questions. That's probably okay. You guys have probably submitted more questions than I'm going to get to in the next hour and 15 minutes. If that is, in fact, when Luke Smith's thing drops. Eugene says, I think people are failing to take into account that mods are available now on pieces they weren't before. For example, special weapon scavenger perks can go on legs. That's another thing to keep in mind here. That's a really, really good piece of feedback, Eugene. We gotta zoom out. We gotta zoom out. I, I think they're limiting the impact of RNG. I don't think they're increasing it. Uh, Krat, Krat Liffenko. Lono, are you concerned about the grind for the mods? Looks like each mid, uh, each mod, sorry, has four types. General, Solar, Arc, and Void. I'm not concerned about it because I don't know what it entails yet. I don't know how I go for mods yet. Until I know what it looks like, I'm not going to be that concerned. By the way, if you're just tuning in live, this is a live broadcast. I'm taking questions from the audience. We will read Luke Smith's thing when it goes live, his his part two of the director's cut, and we'll discuss it. We'll do another talk and another Q&A just like this. This, this channel's pretty much like an interactive podcast you can listen to all day. If you like it, click follow. That's a free way to support me. It also lets you talk in chat. Freebird TV. Are you concerned with the armor rolls are only X on an X armor type mechanic? I'm not saying a free for all is better, but they could possibly be doing something different to offset this. I feel like at the beginning of this Q&A, I basically answered this question. 
I don't get the impression that they're going to make things too painful. It seems like it's going to be giving you more volition and control, not less. And again, if your main concern is, I need to get a certain resistance, that's a one in three chance. That's not the same as, I really need hand cannon reloader. The odds of you getting hand cannon reloader were insanely low compared to, I need arc resistance. You know what I mean? It's it's a smaller pool of chances. Now, people bring up stats. I don't know if they're going to... Pa- I don't know if base stats are going to fluctuate that much. It seemed like most of the stat influence came from mods. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Snake Doctor. Let me... Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me say one more thing I just thought of. Let me go back and say one more thing that I just thought of. I want you to imagine that you're trying to do a full build and a full loadout and a pair of gauntlets drops that has a little less discipline and but they have <clears throat> they have the right resistance. So you make some shifts in your entire loadout, okay? We, 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 you make some shifts in your entire loadout. You like the gauntlets enough to say, okay, we're going to put some discipline on these to make up the, 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 the fact that there's not enough discipline. We're going to put hand cannon loader and, you know, special ammo finder. Now, within your loadout, you have a lot of freedom to start slotting and unslotting stuff. So let's say you go to your boots and you're like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice here. I'm going to take away this one thing that was helping with melee melee's not as important in this build grenades are so i'm going to swap out strength for discipline on my boots you have a lot of freedom in your loadout to make up a vacancy that suddenly happens you're like i finally got raid gauntlets that are arc resist but i'm going to lose discipline it's going to hurt my i want discipline at absolute max for this build like when she was doing her arc buddy build, she wanted grenades as fast as possible. If that's your goal in your loadout, you have a ton of freedom over that. A ton of freedom over that. You go down in your five pieces of armor and all those mod slots, and you can shift things around. I think you having that level of control over perks and mods is going to be enough to push back against what you might consider to be bad RNG. Well, great. Gauntlets with arc resist, but they don't their discipline's low. Make some moves in your loadout. See if you can't do a give and take. There's got to be some give and take sometimes. There's got to be some pain. You're tr- like he's going to talk to us, Luke said. He's going to talk to us about trade-offs. I always talked about that with handlaid stock. Handlaid stock in D1 gave you lots of stability, but it hurt range. It was a trade-off perk. I think more trade-off perks and more trade-off scenarios puts us in a situation where we're not just raising the bar on raw strength and raw power. We're having to think smartly about moving things around to get the exact build and loadout that we want. Snake Doctor. I heard you say earlier you had a concern about getting a nice piece of armor, but you can't put a mod on it that you want because of the element. Don't you think that's the same as you have it now when you get arms, but you have no hand cannon loader? Uh, Time to try again. Yep, and I already addressed this. Trying to get hand cannon reloader is significantly harder in the grand scheme of, like, you have a 1 in X number of chance. Getting the resistance you want is only a 1 in 3 chance. I thought it was free. So you really don't know about leveling yet. Oh, so we really don't know about leveling yet. Leveling seems like it's a mixed bag. It seems like, and this is just me guessing, this is me guessing, it seems like you're going to raise your level with armor for Shadowkeep. 
but it also seems like on top of that the artifact is going to add like another level increase so let's just imagine that shadow keep takes us up to 850 and then the artifact takes us from 850 to 900 i think this is a theory i think every season after shadow keep will reset the artifact and every season will be just going up by 50 with the artifact and then it gets reset so the winter season they reset your artifact you go back up to 900 then they reset it in this in the next season and you do it again the only reason i think you're seeing power increased by the guns and the armor in the screenshots they showed us is because that's what shadow keep will do i know they said the artifact will reset but what i'm saying to you is they also showed us guns with like 800 power level okay this is a theory. I think Shadow Keep you're going to raise the overall base power of everybody from like 750 to 850 based off of the loot that they find. And then I think the artifact is going to be another bump on top of that because that comes from the season. I think every season they're going to say, "Here's a 50 bump that resets at the end of the season." So, a la carte, if you skip a season, it doesn't matter. We're always just boomeranging from 850 to 900 and back down. Every season that's what we're going to do. Why? Cuz it's not a tentpole DLC like Shadow Keep. We're not going to do this overarching like permanent light level increase. That's what I think they're going to do. So then what they're going to do is think about what this does with me. Track with me here. If I'm right, what that does is Shadow Keep adds a bunch of stuff that at max level aspirational content's 900, right? We'll just say that's the number. And then the winter the winter does the same thing aspirational content is at 900 so you're always sort of like building back up to 900 to either play the content that you were kind of already playing or the content that's new the only problem i foresee with that is people being like i'm not interested in the new content and you just reset my power level so now i can't do the raid yet i gotta go power it up again people might not like that again i'm just spitballing and theorizing about the fact that the artifacts resetting every season and it's adding power we also seem to be leveling up according to xp which seems weird too we'll have to wait and see what they're doing we're probably going to hear about it today from from luke pegatron do you think there will be a tier 12 armor rolls or whatever top tier will be before we mod our armor or do you think to only get top end armor it's uh is held back by certain mods i 100 percent think the equivalent of a tier 12 in this system will require mods yes sunfire do you think in the near future the exotic armor pieces when they're masterworked will get catalyst they showed exotic armor masterwork but they acted like it was for uh <clears throat> it acted just like legendary armor in general I don't like catalysts, so I'm not going to argue for their expansion. Um, I just think an exotic should drop and be exotic, and that's kind of the end of the matter. I know people like it on the weapons. I don't really see a place for it on armor, but I they could do it since they're expanding other things to exotic armor that wasn't there before. But I'm not going to argue for it because I don't think mass. I don't think I don't think catalysts are necessary. Right. I hope you're wrong about the boomerang and light level. I absolutely loathe that idea. They're definitely doing something with the artifact resetting every season and adding power, but we don't know to what extent that means. It could be... It could be for aspirational content that is like a difficulty setting that you check. Like, 
what if you can go into content and you can turn on what let's just call it um let's just call it legendary you can turn on legendary difficulty but you can't do legendary difficulty until your artifacts maxed out so there's always like this sort of resetting every season of like well all the legendary difficulty set like they're kind of out of my reach right now i can kind of earn my way back up there but the rest of the content's accessible to you it could be something like that i don't know mike nbc do you think or it's probably like mike nbc do you think we'll be able to purchase older Eververse armor after Shadowkeep launches? More than likely, yes, because it's eternal. They're eternal ornaments, and you miss out on something. They're probably going to want to give you the option to spend money if you're willing. Just, you know. Somebody in chat says, "I'm pretty sure Santa Rage is correct. I believe they're making the artifacts specifically for raid design. I think they are doing it so they don't have to increase light level per new raid, uh, and then they can modify the difficulty of raids in the future." Didn't they say we are getting a new artifact every season? Yeah, the new artifact every season basically resets whatever it adds to power. It does add to power and it resets. That's all we know right now. We don't know to what extent. Uh, Solid Will Kids. How will cross-save from console to PC work? Read it up on Bungie. I'm not telling... that you pick, you pick one main account, and then that becomes your main account, and everywhere you go, that's your account. That's how it works. If you want to read more, you can go to Bunge, bunge.ie. They've turned the word Bungie into a hyperlink. Bunge.ie forward slash cross-save for more information. Queen's Menace. It seems like after every DLC release, after a while, there's some sort of, quote, buff or fix to drops. They've mentioned bad luck protection. Shouldn't that be one of the main focal points in all of these future releases? I feel like every DLC they release after a while, they do some sort of buff to drops because the drops are either not frequent enough or you get a lot of repeated stuff. Aside from the Menagerie and Ada, you really are at the mercy of horrible RNG. This isn't really a question. I mean, it is a question, but you just wrote a book about your opinion. I mean, I get where you're coming from. We kind of ask people not to do this because it's you just made me read a book to ask one question, which is, it's hard to get what I want sometimes. Do you think this should be drop protection? In general, I think there's two answers to your frustration. Number one, intentionality is an answer. Ada's bounties and menagerie are an example of intentionality. Number two, I think generosity is also an answer to your frustration. So, a suggestion that I have made as an example, okay? An example that I have given is that every time I run a nightfall, I should get the item guaranteed. If, for that week, I've hit whatever score they determine is the score. So on your on your you know emblem for that nightfall, there should be a little symbol with an engram. And as long as I hit like two hundred thousand points or something, for that week when that's lit up, I get the drop every time. That's a generosity solution to your frustration. So then it's like, I really want this role on the warden's law. Well, if I hit this score for the whole week, anytime I complete the nightfall, I'm guaranteed the drop. That's a way to fix. That's a way to push back against what you're saying. Now, dupe protection on exotics doesn't work. They're going to have to look at something with exotics because newcomers are going to come in, and there's so many exotics. I mean, there's a ton. They're going to have to do something about that. Like, how easy are you going to let them get like year one and year two exotics? You know, how are you going to handle that? Oh, I missed some subs. Six months from a Syrian gamer. That's half a year. That's a purple badge. Eight months from Sweet Cheeks. Thank you, Sweet Cheeks. And NVW, uh, NVRW with a brand new Prime sub. Welcome and thank you. Uh, guys, when you sub to the channel, you don't get any advertisements. 
uh, or trying a test for the month. Uh, in 27 days, I'll revisit the idea. I'm also going to be doing Borderlands 3 emotes if you like that. Ashen Hollow. Submitted early. I'm fine with re-earning my armor. Will I also need to re-earn my exotics? Will my current exotics stay 1.0? They said they'll be converted to 2.0, and if you pull them as a 2.0 from collections, they'll have a static roll on the, on the stats. Five months from Melmsy, thank you. That was said on the stream. Now, I'm going to do a separate video about re-earning the gear, because I think people are really misreading that. I've seen people say, it's a disrespect of the player's time, that's ridiculous, I have to go back and re-earn all that gear. I completely disagree with those people. I think going back and re-earning Leviathan gear, or Escalation Protocol gear, and having a drop as 2.0 is fantastic. Because, and I said this in a previous video, I said, I would rather have a reason to go grind those activities if I really like that armor set, instead of just being given all those armor sets as 2.0, or being given all those armor sets as ornaments in the transmog system. I think either situation would have been such a punt. Right now, you have a reason to go run old content, and it's completely up to you. Listen, the alternative, I think, would have been much worse, to reach into your inventory and mess with drops that you had already gotten. What, what if you what if you would have ran Scourge of the Past or any other raid that's been since Forsaken and got the rolls that you wanted on all that gear and they reach into your inventory and they change all that? I think a lot of people might have been mad about that. Why'd you mess with my gear that I earned? Now, completely up to you if you want to. You can go rerun those activities, re-earn the armor, it's 2.0, and you can build the set that you want. You know, and here's the beauty of it. If you finally get a pair of gauntlets to complete your set from Scourge, as long as you don't get screwed on the resistance, you can you can turn that into the the, the piece that you want. You're not like frick. I finally got gauntlets and they have sidearm reloader, right? You know, it's like it, it, you can turn it into the role that you want. Now, one change I would love to see them couple this with is. We understand that a lot of people are going to be wanting to go back to old activities to try to re-earn an entire armor set. We want to we want to bolster that grind and help you do that by making it to where you can run raids more than three times a week for non-powerful drops. This includes planetary NPCs, something you've been talking about for a while. Yes, this means if you want to get the IO set or you want to get the Braytech set from Mars, you can go get all that stuff again and have it be rejuvenated and refreshed. I've been saying this for a super long time. So I, I would really encourage Bungie. I would really encourage Bungie to say, we understand some people feel like making you re-earn armor as 2.0 instead of just converting it to 2.0 might be a point of frustration for some people. As a way to help with that, we've made all raids right now, after three runs, they will continue to drop non-powerful drops. I mean, put that in a freaking script, write that down and shove that update out. They need to do that immediately. That would be so good. And I think you would turn people's frustration into celebration. They'd be like, you know, it sucks that we got to re-earn this armor. I don't agree with them, by the way. I don't think it sucks that you have to re-earn the armor with 2.0. It's a brand new system, and this is new armor. The armor you got back then isn't the same. If it's static rolled from a Leviathan or a random roll from Scourge, that's not the same as the new 2.0 system. It's sensible that you have to re-earn it. But let's just imagine they're frustrated. I think this turns their frustration into celebration. Well, we're going to make it easy for you to get that full armor set. You can keep grinding it all week long. 
and then you can lean into this cool new 2.0 system and build the builds you want and look the way you want to look. That's a win for everybody. If they, I'm telling you, if they don't convert raids to be grindable beyond three for non-powerful drops, it'll blow my freaking mind. At the very least, at the very least, a good compromise would be this. Every time a new DLC or season lands, the old raid gets that gets that repeatable treatment. So I want you to imagine when Black Armory drops, suddenly Last Wish can be run more than three times for non-powerful drops. Personally, I think it should be like that all the time. It should be like that all the time. And then you add that, you add to that a raid NPC, so the more you run a certain raid, you can level up that raid NPC and get cool cosmetics and, um, you know, ornaments and shaders and ships and stuff. And you get that by raising your rank with that raid NPC. So... I'm telling you, that would be such... It's so disappointing. It's so disappointing to see a raid as great as Scourge. It's so fun. A raid is... I I think Crown of Sorrows is fantastic. Crown of Sorrows is so good. Right? They just don't get the engagement they used to get. Because it's just like, number one, the loot's not good enough. That's that's a problem that needs to address. The guns, especially in Crown, are a joke. And Scourge is kind of like they're ho-hum. Make the loot better, and then let me run it more than three times. I guarantee you, you'd see more raids on my channel at least. It's like, dude, I would be in there grinding for the god stuff. Again, letting me rerun them doesn't really get a whole lot of footing if you don't make the loot worth it. But still, I, I think that that's the, that's the way they need to go. McCheshire. Hey, Lono, would it be beyond thinking that, uh, that Bungie would ever introduce a super powerful legendary or exotic that uses 10 energy? Oh, like a really, really strong mod that does that? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You could call it a pinnacle mod or something. That could be your way to maybe introduce pinnacle armor. You could grind for like a pinnacle gauntlet set. And it's like... It's got an exotic mod on it that makes it quick reload literally everything. Kind of like the, the the warlock exotic. You know, I, that's just off the top of my head. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Rusty says, if the element really does restrict you to a particular weapon mod, I think this disproportionately affects exotics. There is no way to chase specific exotic armor and trying to get an element matching your desired weapon mod on Orpheus rigs, uh, for example, will likely never happen as opposed to any other exotic weapon or other drop. Do you agree? This, dang it this is such a good insight yeah this is another reason they need to bring back glass needles man this is such a smart thing what if they make shards of Galanor really cool they update it they're like it's not going to give you super energy anymore this is what shards of Galanor is going to do and I'm like awesome and I pull shards of Galanor from the collections and it's void resist and I'm like well that's not right I don't want void resist I want the resist that lets me put X reload on it um I would need some way to change that on exotics. Hopefully they've thought about that. Um, So, to be fair, today's exotics rarely have any perks on them, so what's the difference? Well, Finn, I would say the difference is that we're going into an era where we have more control over our loadout and our perks, and if that doesn't happen on exotics, I don't think that's, I think that's kind of lame. Who wants to be like, yes, I finally got these exotic gauntlets, and then you can't put the reload perk on there that you want. Don't you see? That's a a bit of a sour grape. It's like, wow, what? 
you know, you got to empower us to change exotic resistances, I think, with glass needles. Maybe not the stats, but at least the resistance with glass needles. Power lock. Thoughts on weapons of light. Glad it's back, and I'm glad they said they, they buffed a bunch of the void subclasses. Because I said, make the other subclasses and attunements and power like and supers appealing. And they have already, at least in one regard. Go watch my Well of Radiance video. I said that a lot. I was like, make the other ones good. So... Ecal the Great. Armor 2.0 drops from all sources when Shadowkeep drops. Is it unreasonable expectation for random rolls to drop from all sources too? There are 450 weapons in collections. Boy, oh boy, do I hope you're right because I would love to get a random rolled old-fashioned or a Lincoln Green. You know, ah. Please, oh please, please do something with weapons. It's going to be a bit of a bummer to have Shadowkeep land and be like, yeah, the main thing you're grinding for is armor. Uh, Here's a bunch of new weapons, but they have the same perks that have been in the game for the last two years. That would be a big, big bummer. I think you're going to get your wish. Oh, I hope so, dude. That would be like freaking Christmas. That would be like freaking Christmas. So many many weapons to chase. It would be so good. It would be so good. I would love it, dude. Do you have any idea, do you have any idea the amount of immediate grind that would come to the game if they did that? All the weapons from the Osiris Forge, the Escalation Protocol weapons, all the weapons from the NPCs, all the weapons from the raids, all the strike-specific weapons, all the gamb- like, not gambit, all the weapons! So many! So many. Dude, holy frick. You'd be overwhelmed. And here's the thing. It would pair perfectly with this armor system because you'd be like, why in the heck are you running that gun? Well, I created this build and I can really buff the, you know, the green brick drop rate. And this is actually a really strong weapon. I really, really like it. I'm actually going to run two uh, energy weapons. Uh, This is a year one weapon. If you get this year one weapon to drop with this roll, it's actually really, really strong. Oh, the potential there, dude. Holy frick. The potential. Because you would think the same way about armor and and guns. Like, there's so many things to chase. So many things to invest in. Perfect paradox with trench barrel. Oh, gosh. Please. Please. Fusion rifles. Getting, getting random rolls so I can really search for a rapid fire fusion with, like, backup plan and, and other things. Like, oh, my gosh. It would be, so, be so dope. There are some really sexy guns from year one that got totally screwed by static rolls. There are some sexy guns, dude. Just the Lincoln Green in the old-fashioned alone. Just, ooh, yeah, let's go. I want a god roll Lincoln Green, dude. Give me Lincoln Green with Desperado. It'd feel like an auto rifle. It'd be so dumb in PvE. Like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it would get so fast. They need to put they need to put uh, Desperado in the in the in the pool. It needs to just go into the general pulse rifle pool. I I, I truly believe that. Uriel's gift, yeah, dude. Oh, you're gonna scathe lock. Oh, the scathe lock, dude. You're gonna break PVP. I don't I don't really care. I want to chase weapons. Sunfire. Do you think that since old armor is coming back, that old weapons will come back? Well, I could, somebody just asked this. Yeah, I I, I hope so. Uh, Sky Elliot. 
What do you think the best armor stats will look like? Because in D1, you could get armor and max out almost three stats. I was able to run max int discipline, but it was like a 912. Yeah, the tier 12 builds. I mean, I, I would hope... I don't know. I don't know how the numbers work, my friend. I, I, so I can't give you a guess here. I think the equivalent of tier 12s will exist. There'll be videos from guys, you know, that run the numbers and they're like, okay, so this is the absolute best build if you're really wanting to do constant grenades you know this is the absolute best build for constant melee on way of a thousand cuts with knife trick you want to be genji here's your genji build like there are going to be people that run the numbers and figure it out it might take a while but i think the equivalent of tier 12 will exist it'll just take a minute for everybody to kind of figure it out um entitled song you mentioned damage stacking being changed. How do you think weapon perks will be affected by any changes? Do you think that even they will be affected by the new stacking rules? Um, yeah, this is a really good question because didn't they do something with explosive light on the Wendigo? Can't like doesn't Wendigo like not get buffed anymore in in a well or something like that? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure Wendigo is like that's it. It's just that's its max damage when you have explosive light on it. I thought I remember seeing that. Somebody said that like the day after people started grinding for it, the first couple of people that got it like did experiments and it was like it did the same damage regardless. So there's already some instances I'm pretty sure where um, damage buffs don't. It was the Lumina, wasn't it? Yeah, like Lumina, if you shoot somebody with the Lumina, it doesn't buff Wendigo. Um, it might have been the Lumina, not the Well of Radiance. I thought it was Well too or something. In any case here's what I it, it, here's what I think they'll do I think they'll say any weapon that has a damage stack will receive a percentage of an external buff so weapons of light on top of the Wendigo it will buff it but it like I want you to imagine using a machine gun and you step out of weapons of light and every bullet from that machine gun is getting a 50% damage increase what they might say is if the weapon itself has an intrinsic damage buff like explosive light then the wendigo will only get a 25% buff on any rounds that have explosive light you're gonna get less of a buff they might do that they might do a depreciating return like if you're using something like rampage or explosive light it's gonna receive less of a buff from weapons than just a raw just a raw unaffected round so if you have the wendigo and you're just shooting if you're just shooting rounds with no explosive light it'll get the full buff bouncing what a headache I know right because like off, right off the cuff, I genuinely think if they're going to give you a buff from Weapons of Light and you step into an Empowering Rift, you can't get both. You're going to have one external buff that you can hold at a time. If you've got Weapons of Light, stepping in a well, stepping in an Empowering Rift, it won't buff your damage. I think they'll do that, but I also think if you have a gun with Rampage or something like Explosive Light... Um, I don't think that will get the full buff from something like weapons or even something like Empowering Rift. I think Empowering Rifts and, and, and Weapons of Light will hit a weapon and say, oh, it already has an active damage buff? Okay, you're only going to get a 25% buff then. To limit buff stacking. 
Does that, does that make sense? Like, I hope I'm making sense. That's a lot of numbers. That's a lot of numbers. But it, an unbuffed gun would get the full weapons of light buff. An already buffed gun with rampage kill clip or explosive light would get less of a buff from weapons of light. I'm theorizing. I have no freaking clue how they're going to do it. I'm just thinking like they're going to do something to where like you don't want to you don't want to sour it. You don't want to be like, well, if you're using the Wendigo, yeah, you don't get anything from weapons. You don't want to sour it. You just want to limit it a little bit. Like, okay, come on. That's ridiculous, guys. Like six Wendigos popping out of a bubble with weapons of light is going to be dumb, right? Like uh, that's. 36 explosive light rounds with weapons of light like that's dumb right they've got they've got to rein it in a little bit but they don't want to rein it into the point that you're like well I don't want to run Wendigo then if I run Wendigo I don't get weapons of light that's lame you don't it's it's oh, it's such a dance right it's such a balancing dance balancing act I'm sorry wordy for some reason I could have sworn the element affinity was static and it only randomized on exotics even if this isn't true would that be a good compromise that would be terrible that would be terrible you're basically saying okay uh here's gauntlets that we just added from uh to gambit and uh they always roll with solar resistance you just told a bunch of people that they don't want those that's not a good idea that's not a good idea i don't think you want static you don't want that to be static and they didn't say it was anyway. I mean, now I don't think that would be good. I think that would really frustrate the frick out of people. You're invalidating loot according to preference. Like, well, I really want to use XYZ mods, and this thing always drops as solar resistance. That would be bad. Rusty. General perks do the same as basic weapon ones. For instance, Light Arms Loader does the same thing as Hand Cannon Loader. But it isn't linked to an external armor. Enhanced perks are the same are the real endgame in this system, since they are always linked to an element. Do you think this makes the elemental restriction of mods less of an issue? So what you're if I'm tracking your logic, you're saying if you want to make your hand cannon reload quicker, you can just slap it on a generic light arms loader. If you really want to go to the absolute best of the best of the best, which is enhanced you're going to have to take the time to hunt for the gauntlets that allow you to do that, and that's an endgame grind. Therefore, this is less of an issue. I think that's the logic you're giving me here, uh, if I'm tracking with you. Um, I I think I agree with what you're saying. Essentially, what you're saying is an endgame-minded player who wants enhanced cannon reloader is going to be grinding for the gauntlets that let them do that. In the same vein as if you want enhanced cannon reload or hand cannon reload from Menagerie, you're just going to keep going, 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 going in Menagerie until you get that, right? Didn't Error prove that generic loaders are indeed slower? Oh no, they are slower. I've done it on my stream. It's super easy to see. Light, light arms, hand cannon, and enhanced hand cannon are noticeably different. They're different. I don't think that's what Rusty is saying. I think what Rusty is saying is they they do essentially the same thing. So if you're if you're like, oh, these gauntlets suck because I can't make them reload my hand cannon faster. Well, you can. Light arms is not slower than regular. Oh, really? So that's what Rusty's saying. It's still the same logic. The logic of what Rusty's saying still applies. If you really want to go for enhanced hand cannon reloader, 
then you got to go the distance and try to get the right roll. Now, I would say this shouldn't be true in this new system, right? If you're going to make me not use hand cannon reloader because it's not the right resistance, it needs to be stronger than light arms. It needs to be. There's disagreement in the chat right now. There's no way they leave that the way that it is. I'm seeing info saying light arms is 10 and hand cannon is 20. I swear we tested it on stream and we could visibly see a difference. I don't think that that's true. I think light arms and and hand cannon reload are are different. Yeah, it's cheaper as a mod and it's also slower. McCheshire. Another question. With the notion of features being missed in Shadowkeep due to parallel development, is it safe to bet that the earlier Ada bounties could influence Shadowkeep? Hopefully. Hopefully, man. I'm telling you, we saw in the clip, uh, in, in the blog post from Luke, there is weekly and daily bounties for Vanguard and Crucible. Because right now, you can go to the gunsmith, and there are bounties from the gunsmith that have the diamond, and they have, like, a circle with dots around it. I'll go, I'll go to the tower, and we'll see if we can't instance into the tower fast enough to actually show this on stream. So if you go to the gunsmith right now, and you pick up bounties from him, there are two types of bounties, daily and weekly. The little icon, the little icon from the gunsmith, there's one with a diamond, and then there's one with a circle and, like, dots around the outside of that circle, okay? In Luke Smith's very first director's cut address to the community, there are visible three types of crucible bounties. There are bounties that have the diamond, there are bounties that have the circle with the dots, and there's a new bounty that has, like, recycle arrows, they actually looked just like the arrows on this. The enhanced cannon, hand cannon reloader, those four arrows, those four arrows are on the bounty. Now, my theory was that symbol is indicating it's a reloadable or repeatable bounty. Because when you look at this, okay, weekly is the one with the circle and the dots. Daily is just the diamond, okay? That's daily, that's weekly. So, if they're adding another one that has what amounts to basically the reload the reload icon, it is the exact same icon. You go to the reload icon and you see those four arrows around the hand cannon. That those four arrows are on a new bounty in Shadowkeep. Those bounties, I don't know if they're going to be related to reloading. I think that'd be weird to have three bounties from the Vanguard that are all re- like why would they be reload based? Right? These icons change according to if they're daily or weekly. To me, thematically, it would make sense that that one would be a that one would be a repeatable one. It's a mod component bounty. Oh, that might be it. They might be mod bounties that reward you with mods. Maybe, but you could get those from Crucible and Vanguard. You might be right. You might be right. I was hoping they meant they were like reloadable. Like you could do them over and over again, like the Ada bounties. Cause that's what an Ada bounty is. An Ada frame bounty is a bounty you can do over and over and over again. So my hope was these are gonna be bounties I can keep repeating and they keep spitting out a weapon or something. So you could go into like the, the Vanguard playlist and just keep doing the bounties over and over again, which is an idea that I've, I've put out since Ada got added to the game. Um. It doesn't, it, I think, man, I think you guys are closer to being right, though. I'm worried that you're closer to being right. 
it does make sense that they would say, well, you know, it would make way more sense to do a, you know, a, it's a, it's still gives, giving you a mod. Um, I'm sad that that's a more plausible uh, reason because I worry that you guys are right. Um, shoot. Anyway, next question. Sir Treebeard, is it confirmed that the element on armor will limit the type of mods? They confirmed that on the actual stream. Yes, they did in fact say that. Uh, Maverick, do you see any indication from Bungie that they believe in generosity? They did mention that they hurt Menagerie too much, but do you think this translates into their thoughts on the rest of the game? Um, I would love for Luke Smith to talk about this very, very directly. It'd be nice to hear him speak directly to generosity, you know, versus, you know, being stingy. How to elongate gameplay in an organic and natural way, right? Like, what's going to keep people playing? And I think there is a breaking point where if you really want a pair of gauntlets and you keep running the raid every week and you just can't get them to drop... There is a point at which you give up or you settle. Um, There is a point at which you give up or you settle. And I think that the key is figuring out where that breaking point is and backing away from it. Or at the very least, not even backing away from it, being like, why don't we just empower people to get to what they want? Because here's what ends up happening, okay? Here's what ends up happening. If I can just dump all my resources into an NPC and I can get a pair of gauntlets that have good intellect and discipline and their arc resist, which is what I want, you're going to have to make the difference between those gauntlets and the raid gauntlets really, really significant. Because if not, why the frick do I care? I can put enhanced hand cannon loader on these. The stats are pretty good. I can make up the difference in the stats with mods. What's the difference between the gauntlets that I can get by just dumping currency into into Zavala or into an NPC? What's the difference between those gauntlets and the aspirational content gauntlets? They have got to figure that out. And if they do figure it out, and let's say the gauntlets in the raid are significantly better, noticeably, measurably better, they're more influential, they do more for you, then you better empower me to chase them or that's, the whole point is, is moot and wasted right extra energy for more mods that's what i was thinking aspirational gear in raids if they were to bring back trials maybe even iron banner would either have like an extra mod slot or um maybe just extra power so you can't slot more mods but you can slot better mods like what if npc armor like that you get in the world can only go up to 10 and what if like raid armor can go up to 15 so you can't do more mods but you can slot mods that are worth more so instead of being like well these two are five and five i just hit 10 nope it's raid gear you can do five five and you can do another like three you see what i'm saying that would be a great way for them to say yeah there's a difference between raid armor and armor that you got from you know edz it, you can have more higher value mods. Uh, while in Walla with 18 months, this will be good live with 19 months. Thank you guys. Welcome back. Sci Fireman says, Is this a great example of Bungie moving toward making the game casually accessible while providing options for hardcore players? I would say, yeah, that's a good interpretation of what we saw yesterday. It's not necessary, it's there if you want to do it. 
the investment paths are there if you would like to do them and lean into them right you you you, you can you can you can dig in but you don't have to the armor can look cool like at a casual level what can you do you can make it look like you want you can change what it looks like you see those mod slots like oh neat throughout this season I'll uh, I'll level up these gauntlets and throw some mods on it you're the hardcore dude you're hardcore you know you're car- you're, you're the hardcore henry who wants to really really dig in and spec yourself out build yourself out there's a great great well and depth there for you if you want to really invest and do it cooler aid says in the stream yesterday we saw a titan and a hunter using hand cannons and i noticed that the recoil of the hand cannons was noticeably different somebody brought this up yesterday and they were playing on playstation 4 so if they decided to to get rid of bloom then i think they'll be much rejoicing on console and I think it needs to happen. You got to standardize the way hand cannons perform before you can start buffing or nerfing hand cannons like Luna's and Not Forgotten. How's that coffee tasting? It's not as warm anymore, Flyers, but it still tastes good. Sorry. I love you. BK Soulfly. Would it be worth grinding armor in Menagerie if we're grinding for mods instead of armor? Or should we change it to more weapon types? Well, no, 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 no. Hear me out here. Here's where I think Menagerie could still be viable. Imagine grinding for a pair of gauntlets in the menagerie, and instead of you dictating if it's resilience, recovery, or mobility, you dictate whether it's arc, solar, or void. Look at that. There's three, there's three. You can dictate what comes out, right? And then that would be helpful if people were really, really animate about having... If it, like... This is where I think Bungie could push back. Like, let's take Gig's Gig's criticism and let's really engage with it. He's like, I really see this as being a problem. If I really want a pair of gauntlets and I really want to go for the best possible stats, but I but I, I get the wrong resistance, that's going to really, really hurt the grind. I could see Bungie saying, you know what? You're right. We're going to give you, because you're a type of player that's really going to think like that. You're going to be more niche and more narrow. You want the absolute best stats, and you need it to be a certain resistance. You can do that right now in Menagerie. You can go grind for a pair of gauntlets, and with the chalice, you can dictate whether what, 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 what resistance it is. And when you do that, that's going to give you that control. And then just sit there and let the Menagerie spit out gauntlets all day until you get the stat roll that you think is the best. But then it's going to look like menagerie gear. Well, as as another protection against your agency and, and, and volition and intentionality being harmed, we've given you the ability to change the appearance of the armor with all Eververse armor that you've collected for the last two years. Well, but I really want to do it with the raid gear. To a certain extent, there's going to be times where you don't have that level of control and volition. It's not resistance, it's elemental. So Menagerie will not dictate the elemental power. I'm saying they could update the Menagerie to let you do that, Finn. Because right now you dictate whether it's mobility, resilience, or recovery. So they could say, that's not a thing anymore. So you're going to say to the Chalice, I want this armor and I want it to be void. Because resilience, mobility, recovery is three and we have three elements. It just works. It'd be a really easy change, I would think. Rise of the Celts with a brand new Prime sub. Welcome. Thanks for using your Prime sub on my channel. Enjoy no ads for the next 27 days on my channel. We're running a bit of an experiment. If you sub, you won't see ads when you're here. You also dictate the masterwork. 
Well, you can't dictate the masterwork on armor. That's not a thing. So you dictate whether it's resilience, recovery, or mobility. You can choose the resistance with the masterwork. Huh? In any case... And resistance? I'm confused. So you can do both? So when I go to the chalice right now... Okay... It says, armor. Oh, it does. Armor rolled with this rune active is guaranteed to have a masterwork void resistance trait. Armor rolled with this rune active is guaranteed void. So every time you do a green in the third slot, it's void. Every time you do blue, it's solar. Every time you do red, it's solar. And every time you do purple, it's arc. You can already do it. The argument's kind of over. So, like, the, if if you're really just absolutely, pardon the French here, I guess if you consider this a swear word, if you're hell-bent on getting a pair of gauntlets with arc resistance, it seems to me that the chalice is going to let you do that. If, that. if you're that hardcore and you care that much, they've created a mechanism for you to do that. And if you're like, but I don't like the way that they look. No, no, no. I know people are saying that that's not the way that it works. It's not resistance. It's just the energy. But I would think that they're not going to completely invalidate that part of the chalice. I would think that if you went into the if you went into the menagerie post armor 2.0, it's going to spit it out and give you arc armor if you picked arc resistance. Like I would think that's what they're going to do to the, to the chalice. Energy is your masterwork, though. Yeah, it literally says it. It's 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 but only in menagerie. Right, only in menagerie, but again, you're we're dealing with a very narrow person and problem. If I can grind consistently, so let's say they might want to update escalation protocol to not limit me to do one armor piece per week. So, if I can just sit there and have you know, escalation protocol spitting out gauntlets all day, Eventually, I'm going to get one with the resistance that I'm looking for. It's a one in three chance. Armor resistance. The armor resistance arm is a mod now. Right. We're all saying resistance because that's just like the terminology from the present day. It's not the resistance. It's the it's the element. It's the element's energy, I guess. I don't know what phrase they're going to use. So when I get a pair of gauntlets, it's void energy. It's, It's void is the element. It's not a resistance anymore, but we've just been using that because it's the easiest for everybody to understand because that's the terminology at, at the present time. So if, again, if I really, really absolutely want gauntlets that are arc because of the mods it lets me put on... I would think that the chalice is going to let us do that. They're going to have to speak to what, how they're going to maybe update chalice or not update chalice. Let's imagine that they don't update Chalice. Again, my feedback on it in my video was, it's a one in three chance. It's way better than the present system of, I finally got raid gauntlets and I had a one in 20 chance of getting hand cannon reloader and I didn't get it. Your chances are way better of getting the energy type that you're looking for. Way better, because it's a one in three chance. 
So if I'm grinding for a pair of gauntlets over and over and over again, and I end the day and I get five gauntlets, every time it drops, it's a one in three chance to get the arc that I would like. Now again, I know you're like, put the stats, put the stats, put the stats. Yes, but stats can be counteracted and buffed with mods. Therefore, you're more in control of mitigating a quote-unquote bad roll with your own choices. Red Baron, would you rather a big activity set raid have more power, maybe 15 instead of 10, or another mod slot for a specific mod, as you said? Both because another mod would require more power. What's your general thoughts on the topic? I don't know. To me, to me, I think we're saying the same thing. This sounds like six of one, half a dozen of the other. Because if you raise the power potential of raid gear to 15 so I can run three mods that are all worth five points instead of just two mods that are worth five points that's pretty significant but if you're saying well no the mod power would still be 10 but here's an extra mod slot I actually know I don't think that's six to one half a dozen of the other if you keep the raids raid power at 10 and you add another mod slot that doesn't necessarily help me that doesn't necessarily help me because it's like I'm I'm already at 10 with these mods that I like to use. Your fourth slot's just going to be empty all the time. Uh, forgot my keys. Do you believe Bungie will be aggressive with lowering our base power such that we have to regain it through armor 2.0 stats? Example, we've already seen that the base super CD has been raised to 534. Oh, cooldown. The base super cooldown's been raised to 534 up from 5. Um, I don't know. I don't know if what you're saying is true. You're saying the base super cooldown is 534. How do you know you weren't looking at somebody running a build that has lowered base intellect by running a bunch of armor that has really, really low intellect stats? Which I guess, which I guess maybe makes your statement true. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is a good question. Are they going to basically say your base... Are they going to say that your your base um, armor stats, your base intellect, discipline, and strength is now lower because you can influence it? If, if that if that's how they do it, then you know that that could be a way to keep us from being too strong. Like imagine imagine basically saying, okay you can now make your grenades refresh faster and base grenade refresh rate is already pretty reasonable and we can make it even lower then you're you're it's we're too we're too strong we're, we're way too strong it's like saying it's like being on the 50 yard line imagine being on the 50 yard line and you're playing a game like XCOM and they're like okay you can make 10 moves and every move is five yards and you're like oh well then I can always score a touchdown no matter what combination of moves I can always score a touchdown every 10 moves is five yards that's always 50 yards I'm always scoring a touchdown but if they move you back a little bit and they say ah we gotta move you a little bit back here on the football field you can still make 10 moves it always equals out to five yards that way you're not scoring a touchdown every time does that does that picture that visual picture make sense like 
if we go into the game in shadow keep with all of our base refreshes as they are right now and we can lower them that significantly with a god tier discipline build it would be absurd right i mean you saw her arc buddy build she was she was getting her grenade back virtually every time or slightly before or slightly before she needed it that would be absurd like every time Football field's 100 yards, though, not 50. Pay attention. I said if you're starting on the 50-yard line and I give you 10 moves, 5 yards apiece, you're always getting into the end zone. They're going to back us up on the football field 10 yards, so now we're on the 40, so now we have to go 60 yards. Does that make sense? Like, pushing us back a little bit so the power representation fits within fits within how, how much strength we can express. Are we starting from the 50? Yeah, that's what I said. Like, again, the idea is they might have to lower base refresh rates and cooldowns because they're giving you so much influence over the refresh rates that it would become absurd. Um, to max speeds, how will the armor we god roll transfer from season to season if god roll has no point in armor drops next season this is a great question that wasn't written very well this is a great question I said a lot recently that they have to focus on two things they have to focus on two things number one can they build a system that's got great grind and incentive for me to invest in my build and invest in my guns if you answer that question with yes they did it they built a great system the next question is does it have elasticity? Can it be built upon? Because if I spend all of Shadowkeep getting all of my armor exactly how I want it and all these great guns, what are you going to do in the next season to make me want to chase it? We got new armor sets. Cool. Uh, my armor has everything I want to run Arc Buddy build. What are you doing with the new armor? Um, it's shiny. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It needs to have elasticity. They have to be able to build upon it or it doesn't work. It has to be an expandable game, a scalable game. If they can't scale, it doesn't work. Pretty much the same situation written right now. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Here's a theory that I have. Something they could do. Something they could do. They could, they could say... Here are some new mods and some new mod combinations and some new builds that you can't put on the present armor that you're wearing. You'd have to grind to get the new armor. And the reason you would want to grind to get the new armor is because it's in that activity. So imagine an activity like the Reckoning where there's new mods and they're cool and you can do really cool builds that make you pretty strong but you can only put it on that armor. I don't know. Like, that's literally off the top of my head. I honestly don't know how you scale this. I don't know how you scale this. How do you motivate somebody who has the absolute best armor, best mod combinations, everything's stacked up to 10? How do you do it? What What are you going to bring to make me feel more powerful, you know? Honestly, the system makes new armor added much more easy to chase because it's not that hard to get the armor that you want. Seasonal mods from the artifact are a thing. Yeah, yeah, because the artifact resets every season. That's a good point. But what about the actual loot? What about the guns? What about the armor? You know, 
instead of why would I chase the armor, it's I already have God rolled other armor. Now it's like, oh, that new armor is easy to chase because I need the correct element. Man, Eugene might have just made a good point, but I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying to think about it. So let's imagine I have my gauntlets all the way racked up to 10. I got the mods that I love. These gauntlets are fantastic. They add a new armor set. I think the armor set looks cool. And I know all I got to do is get those gauntlets to drop at arc resistance or arc energy and then I level them up to 10 with my 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 materials that I need to grind for once they're level 10 I slot the mods I've replaced my gauntlets with a new pair of gauntlets and they bring the power that I've already unlocked for myself I just feel like that's a lot of grind to play dress up that sounds like an awful lot of grind to play dress up At the end of the day, at the end of the day, those gauntlets are no different. They just look different. And I don't know if that's good enough. That feels really weak. That feels really weak. It's an MMO. That's what you do. Ah, I don't feel like that's what I did in Wrath of the Machine coming off of Taken King. I don't feel like that's what I did in Taken King coming off of year one. I don't know. I don't know. I've got to think about that. That doesn't feel like a good scale to me. That feels like a punt where you're like, yeah, we're not really adding any power. You're just chasing cool. You're just chasing pretty stuff. I don't have the answer, but I don't think that's appealing enough. I don't think that's strong enough. I think they got to do more. I think they got to do more. I'm not saying what Eugene said is false or inherently wrong or, or bad. I'm just saying... That don't feel strong enough. Right now, people don't grind for armor because it's so hard to replace their current pieces. This is much easier than it is now. Another good point from Eugene. uh, um, Satan's home's getting cold right now. (laughs) Another good point from Eugene. Not that Eugene doesn't make good points, but we're normally on opposite sides of issues. That's a, yeah, that is true. Nobody really grinds for armor right now because it's almost freaking impossible to do it. That's another good point. That's another good point. Dang it, that's a good point. Because it's like, I don't want to go for the raid gauntlets. I don't want to go for the raid gauntlets. Because why? I'm never gonna get the ro- I'm never gonna get the role that I want. But if I've already built up the role that I want, and I can get the raid gauntlets to land with the right energy, like arc, and then I can turn them into my god roll gauntlets. I still think aspirational content needs something contextually cool about it, something strong, whether it's the raid or something like the reckoning. Adding something to the armor that's unique to the unique to the encounter would be another way to it, what Eugene is saying is true, but also it's like, well, you're going to want a full set because it makes it easier, and they're going to launch a hard mode, and the hard mode's going to have some pretty dope drops, some pretty unique aspirational things that you can't get unless you beat hard mode, so you're going to want a full set. I still think that thread can be can be brought in even with what he's saying. 14 Carabin. They have told us and guys keep an eye on Twitter obviously if Luke does the update we're going to want to switch and can and, and end Q&A to read through it. 
And by the way, if you guys are enjoying this, if you're new to my stream and you've never been here before, be sure to click follow. That's a free and easy way to support me and not miss out on these talks. I do a talk and a Q&A pretty much every day. We are going to read Luke Smith's address. I'll give commentary. We'll do another Q&A after it because I'm sure people are going to have questions after we read through it. Carabin says, They have told us that Armor 2.0 will drop in the world with random rolls for the six stats. Will this kill the grind if the sum of those stats can be different each roll? Example, 30 versus a 35. I don't know. I don't know why you're saying this will kill the grind. Sounds to me like it would push the grind. Well, I got a great roll. It does favor intellect and discipline, but the base stats don't total to 35. They total to 33. This is a, this is a weak roll. It's the right roll, but it's a weaker roll. What if there's like, you know, some armor drops on a spectrum like you're saying of 30 to 35. I think that would bolster the the grind, not hurt it. That might be too many layers though. That might be too many layers. Layer number one, a one in three chance on the element. Layer number two, what are the stat totals? Layer number three, the total stat count overall can be 30 to 35. That might be way too many layers of RNG to get the absolute best roll. Uh, decidedly heathen with two uh, two subs being gifted to the community. Thank you for doing that. Royal and Pyar die. Enjoy no ads on the channel for the next 27 days in the Borderlands emotes when we get them. You guys can check those Borderlands emotes, emotes out if you want with the command BL3 emotes. Bada Bing says, do you think after learning what we learned yesterday that Solstice Armor will be obsolete? I ask because they have a specific element for each class set, I think, uh, will only allow certain mods. What? But at the time, we should have 2.0. Thoughts or opinion? Since we won't have 2.0 mods, our random rolled armor will already have perks on them until we're able to get... Yeah, I don't think Solstice Armor is going to be as going to feel as rewarding as everybody thought because you're not going to have any of those mods out of the gate and you'll be able to go to an NPC on any of the planets. If you've got currency for Zavala, for Shax, or any of the eight locations that have an NPC, well, I'm sorry, seven, because Spider doesn't spit out gear. Neither does... Can you buy Ingrams from... from... You can't buy from Petra, no. Just six, I'm sorry. There are six planetary NPCs that you could pump full of, of, of currency and have them spitting out... 2.0 2.0 armor randomly rolled Severage with uh, a brand new prime sub thanks for using your prime sub here welcome so yeah the, the I don't I don't think I think the idea of the solstice armor is if you've been grinding all summer you just start day one with the full a full set you don't gotta go to the, any of the NPCs you don't gotta spend any of your tokens you just have it um and what Fin Freak is saying, day one, it's not rendered useless. You can upgrade it and kind of use it as you play through all the new Shadow Keep stuff. That's another good point as well. Ness, with while I'm hopeful with Armor 2.0, do you think there will be enough? <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Do you think there will be enough weapons added with enough perk diversity to match our ability to customize our armor? I hope so. I don't know. Do I think? I don't. How do what I think that? I mean, I don't know. I hope they do that. Another Prime Sub from Dub Hicks. Thanks for using your Prime Sub here. There's no way for me to know that. I have no idea. I would hope that they would do that. Um, Me went to Co. Is it going to be more rewarding grinding for that God Roll armor piece or grinding for armor mods is going to be a thing now? 
This sounds like a both and to me. I don't know why you would say is one going to be more rewarding over the other. Once you have all the mods, obviously you're done, but that'll probably take a while. And getting a nice god roll as far as like stats and the res- and the and the element that you want on a pair of gauntlets is probably going to feel pretty good, I would think. Weapon X. Do you think weapons will follow what Armor 2.0 is doing? We've got this question a lot. I hope so. Uh, not 2.0 related, but what exotics would you like to see make a return? I never answered this question. I don't like exotics returning, and I don't have a list of ones I'd like to see. Coordinator. Since you have a great theory about renewable crucible and vanguard bounties, do you think we'll be able to choose the resistance we can on with the chalice? Already talked about this, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We'll have to wait as for, you know, for them to kind of tell us. Um... You can dump tokens into an NPC day one, but you'll only be getting 750 gear. The first few days, you'll be leveling up. Right, but here's the thing, Johnny, always. Day one, if you would like to try to get some cool armor sets that have, you know, the new stuff on them, sure, it's not leveling you up, but you're you're still getting a, a 2.0 armor set. I'm not saying that it would level you up. I wasn't intimating that. I was just saying if, if day one, I want a full 2.0 armor set from from Devrim K, it won't be that hard to do. I'll just pump him full of tokens. You know? And and resources. Probably just tokens. I'll probably use the tokens. Yeah, vendor gear doesn't give levels anyway. Why wouldn't you? You might as well. Trip Hazard. Hey, Lono, do you think we will be able to reach 100-100 on gear pieces that were shown in the stream yesterday? I have no idea. Palms. Do you think that there will be new armor mod system that we could use... Hang on. Do you think the new armor mod system could cause more of an imbalance in PvP? I don't know. They're going to have to see if, you know, they're going to have to talk to us about PvP. Um, oh, I miss Wordy. Uh, with the expansion of resilience, recovery, and mobility, do you think Destiny will ever get to a point where you can really specialize into roles such as Tank Hunter or Titan DPS uh, or Healer like they showed on stream? Or will the gunplay power fantasy prevent supplementary supplementary roles? Um, man, I don't know, dude. Like, this is a good question, Wordy. Sorry for skipping you. Um, I think the way they achieve this, and we I, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I think the way they achieve this is through nerfs. And you're like, what the frick? Through nerfs? What? I think the way they achieve this is through nerfs. If you rein in a lot of the supers and the exotics to be more specialized, that's when you end up with, <clears throat> sorry, tank, DPS, or healer builds. Um, even still, I think here's here's the basic challenge, okay? Here's the basic challenge. Let's say that Wordy gets his way. And there are very clear and defined tank, DPS, and healer builds that you can come up with. Bungie would have to create instances where running six DPS builds isn't the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, Danny with two months, thank you. If you run six DPSers and just melt bosses... You know, or five DPS and one healer. We're gonna need somebody to heal us while we're while we're baking this idiot. Yeah, put down a well so we're healed. Um, 
So they'd have to come up with something to where you really feel motivated as a team going into the raid to not just go in with five or six DPS builds. Nick Dangles with a brand new Prime sub. Thank you for using your Prime sub here. Two months from Danny and Uncharted Word with 11 months. So close to a year badge, dude. Thank you. It'd be like, wow, if they did that. I know they want to lean further into MMO. I know they want to lean further into RPG, but man, oh man, I I don't know. There's an awful lot of Destiny content that's already been built that wouldn't really jive with that. Everybody would just go DPS in 90% of the content that we have right now. You just, you don't need healers. You don't need tanks. Trip hazard. Uh, I already answered the 100-100 one. Do you think the new armor system could cause more imbalance in PvP? We'll have to wait for them to talk to us about PvP to see if that's going to happen. Dayton says, completely new to D2. Used my boost on my character and finished my Solstice armor. What else should I do to get ready for Shadow Keep? I would just save as many materials as you can. Just keep playing and getting stuff. You know, breaking stuff down. Um, so, Ryan, would you make raid armor have higher chance to have higher tier stats? Or maybe just their base level stats are always higher. You know, all non-raid level, all non-raid gear can hit, you know, total stats of 35. Raid gear can hit 40. To make up for a not-so-great stat roll, all the stats are a little bit higher out of the gate. You know, something like that. Wordy. Off topic, I disagree with forcing primary special heavy for the loadouts because I run double primary to disrupt the ammo economy in PvP. If PvP ammo economy stays the same and use in your suggested change happens, are any concerns that my strategy is just going to be left behind? I'm not really sure what change that you're 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 saying that I suggested that would hurt you. Number one, they showed on full display. Uh, yesterday in the stream that running double of something is certainly viable with the ammo finders so they're leaning into you being able to run double of a primary or double of an energy if you really want uh, Kernzo do you see the grind being longer overall to get three characters set up with specific sets of gear loadouts or different activities I, I don't know maybe yeah, because you're gonna you're probably need a lot of resources. It might take a while. Yeah, you're probably gonna really lean in on your main first. Evil the Waffler. I'm a hardcore player, and the new armor is hard to understand. How do you think casuals will feel about it? I only think it's hard to understand because we're drinking from a fire hose. I think it's gonna be real easy to pull up a piece of armor, and you're like. Okay, I want to equip mods on this. How do I do that? Oh, they're grayed out. Oh, I need to increase the energy. How do I increase the energy? Oh, with currency. And you you spend currency and get currency and leveled up. And then you're like, oh, I don't have any mods. How do I get mods? And they have all these different ways for you to get mods. Um, you just don't have your hands on it yet. You're trying to like, you're watching somebody else skim over things that would be really self-explanatory. Keltech. In the new system for armor, how do pinnacle activity rewards stand apart from basic planetary armor sets? No idea. We talked about that. So, uh, Kid Midnight says, with the introduction of more variants and armor drops, you think Bungie will need to increase the amount of armor that drops overall? I talked about this. I responded to gigs. I said, I think one of the main issues is that the game's just not generous enough, I think generosity would be a solution. I have people in chat telling me that part two is out, 
and we're going to now shut down Q&A and read that and do a Q&A to follow. So if you're listening to this in other places, I am sorry we're cutting the Q&A a little bit short. If you're here live, stick around. We'll read through it, and we'll talk about it, and we'll do another Q&A. As always, if you're listening in the other places, please like, share, and subscribe.